Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Today is Monday, March 8, 2021. On this day in 1951, Raymond Fernandez and Martha Beck, known as the Lonely Heart Slayers, were executed. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these killers' crimes, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of violence and murder that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the execution of the Lonely Heart Slayers. Let's go back to Sing Sing Correctional Facility on March 8, 1951, around 11 p.m. Thirty-five-year-old Raymond Fernandez and thirty-year-old Martha Beck filed into the execution chamber. The couple were the third and fourth electrocutions taking place that day, and the prison intended to stay on schedule. Fernandez and Beck waited their turn. They watched as Sing Sing executed two men convicted of murdering a man from Queens, New York. The crime paled in comparison to the couple's misdeeds. Fernandez and Beck were convicted of slaying 55-year-old Janet Fay, though they may have slaughtered as many as 20 people. The way they met their victims gave them the moniker, the Lonely Hearts Slayers. Before online dating, people looked for love through the classified section in the newspaper. These were known as Lonely Hearts ads. In 1946, 30-year-old Fernandez began scanning the section for vulnerable women. He'd gain their trust, then con and rob them. Once in a while, he tried to marry them first. In one instance, he dated a woman to gain access to her bank account. The following year, Fernandez whisked away a new lover to Spain. She was later found dead in the hotel room they shared. But one lonely heart struck a chord with Fernandez. That year, he responded to a letter from Martha Beck, a single mother who struggled with body image. He had every intention of swindling her. Instead, he fell in love. Unsurprisingly, their romance turned toxic. For one thing, Fernandez told Beck they could only live together if she gave up her children. So she took her kids to the Salvation Army and left them. Fernandez saw this as proof of Beck's loyalty, so he trusted her with his original con. She listened as he admitted that he was originally out to swindle and probably murder her. But Beck wasn't angry or hurt. She was intrigued and asked if she could help. So Beck joined Fernandez's scheme, posing as his sister to the women he seduced and conned. 
They largely targeted older women, assuming they'd be slower to catch on, and their strategy worked for a while, until the operation hit a snag. Beck began to envy the women Fernandez seduced, though it seems she never worked up the courage to tell him, possibly because she knew he'd leave her if she resisted. And so her resentment grew, until it erupted at the worst possible moment. In February of 1949, Fernandez's latest target was 41-year-old single mother Delphine Downing of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Unlike the older women he seduced, Downing was the same age as Beck. She also seemed to catch on to the con quickly. Downing humored the brother-sister act, even letting them move into her home. But when Fernandez asked Downing to marry him, she said no. She also refused to give him access to her bank accounts. And this tried Beck's patience. She wanted the con to be over already, along with the fake relationship. She was tired of seeing her man hold and kiss another woman. And Fernandez got tired of waiting for Downing to come around. So they killed her. Then Beck drowned Downing's two-year-old daughter in a bathtub. Afterward, the couple buried the corpses in Downing's basement. It didn't take long for police to learn of Downing's disappearance and find the bodies. It took even less time to connect the murders to Downing's new boyfriend and co-dependent sister. When Beck and Fernandez were arrested, they confessed to killing Downing and several other women in a 73-page confession. Among those women was 66-year-old New York resident Janet Fay. This was the murder that prosecutors would ultimately focus on, since New York had the death penalty. Up next, we'll delve into Fernandez and Beck's unexpected legacy. You discover their practices, seek their advice, and let yourself become more vulnerable than ever before. They have the ability to heal what the doctors can't, or so they say. Hi listeners, it's Vanessa from the podcast series Cults. Be sure to check out our four-part special on miracle healers airing right now. Meet figures from around the world who claimed powers and pushed remedies, but harbored more sinister intentions. You don't want to miss it. And if you're looking for more episodes on the most radical and deadly groups in history, tune in to Cults every Tuesday. From Jim Jones and the People's Temple, to Charles Manson and the Manson family, to Keith Raniere and Nexium, you'll uncover the unscrupulous methods used to turn bright-eyed recruits into die-hard believers. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Cults, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by The Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Now back to the story. On March 8, 1951, 
35-year-old Raymond Fernandez and 30-year-old Martha Beck were executed in Sing Sing Prison. The couple was convicted for the murder of Janet Fay, but were potentially responsible for as many as 20 killings. They found their victims through personal classifieds placed in newspapers, which were known as Lonely Hearts ads. The Lonely Hearts slayers took advantage of forlorn singles looking for love, and sadly, they weren't the only killers perusing the classifieds. Personal ads have long been a catalyst for romance gone awry. For instance, in 1929, 23-year-old Nanny Doss met her second husband, Frank Harrelson, through one such ad. Harrelson was an abusive alcoholic. She endured beatings for the next 16 years until the end of World War II. To celebrate, Harrelson drank an entire jar of moonshine, which Doss laced with rat poison. A week later, he was dead. But while Doss was also a victim, Harrelson wouldn't be her only Lonely Hearts killing. A few years later, she placed another ad and married her third husband, Arlie Lanning. Two days after meeting, they got married. The relationship lasted until 1952, when Doss added rat poison to Lanning's dinner. Over time, the classifieds were replaced by online dating sites. But while the medium has changed, the criminal activity has proven evergreen. In 2009, police arrested medical student Philip Markoff for robbing and killing a woman he met through Craigslist. He was also charged with two additional armed robberies. A grand jury indicted him, but he died by suicide before his case went to trial. In the 2010s, dating sites were overtaken by apps like Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble. You can see where this is going. In November of 2017, 24-year-old Sydney Loof met a woman named Audrey on Tinder in Nebraska. They hit it off on the first date and arranged to meet up again a few days later. That night, Loof posted a selfie to Snapchat and captioned it, ready for my date. She never came home from her date. A few weeks later, her dismembered corpse was found in trash bags tossed into ditches along rural roads. When police tracked down Audrey, they found her real identity, 24-year-old Bailey Boswell, and met her boyfriend, 51-year-old Aubrey Trail. Trail alleged that he accidentally choked Loof during sex. Prosecutors, however, theorized that the couple used Tinder to find women to kill. Trail and Boswell were convicted of first-degree murder and conspiracy during their respective trials in 2019 and 2020. While these horror stories are few and far between, they serve as a somber reminder a life-ending mistake could be a thumb swipe away. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. 
Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Mallory Cara, with writing assistance by Aaron Lan, and fact-checking by Bennett Logan. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 